Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Preacher's Hour podcast. I'm your boy, Jeff Copeland, and uh, we have a guest host. This is obviously not Brandon Jackson. Brandon did not get lighter or skinnier <laughs> or have more hair or glasses. This is our brother. You've seen him before. This is John's third time on here, John. It's your third time on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Third time. My boy, John Drodos. Drotos, as some people <laughs> yeah. like to say. <laughs> And uh, yeah, man, John's filling in for Brandon. Brandon is uh, helping some students at Hume Lake, serving, doing his youth pastor duties. So uh, we got our brother John to come in and fill in for him, man. John, how you doing, bro? I am doing all right. Yeah, man. Thank you for doing this. We appreciate you uh, kind of coming in last minute. Definitely, definitely. And uh, filling in, man. So um, John is actually a big reason why we're doing today's topic. Mm-hmm. Because no, bro, you are because you messaged me and Brandon, and it was weird. So I had already been seeing clips of this, mm-hmm. um, and I actually never saw any clips of the concert itself. I had seen other clips from from uh, Judas Smith's church of like Chandler Moore and Justin Bieber, yeah, uh, doing different songs. I'm like, yo, first of all, Justin Bieber knows Chandler Moore. <laughs> I was like, what is this? And then he dropped the EP called Freedom. I listened to it. This is amazing. I yeah. love this. And then you sent me and Brandon the full like two hour live stream of the freedom experience yeah, you know, yeah. hey guys check this out it's really dope and i was like okay if john sends this it must be good yeah i had my little <laughs> i was a little iffy about it at first too. yeah I ain't, gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie yeah so the the goal of this episode i want to do is first talk about the freedom experience itself just kind of not like a reaction video to it but like just kind of like react to what our thoughts are what we what we thought about it um, and then just kind of focus on the larger picture of what we're seeing in in like mainstream culture. Um, Kanye just dropped Donda this morning. Yes. Um, so I haven't listened to it at all. I just I listened haven't. to about four or five songs. I haven't now. even. Yeah. I just downloaded it this morning before I went to church, but I was like, I'll check this out later. But um, just talking about like how mainstream culture is starting to interact with Christianity and what that means for us, what what should we do with it, what do we do about it, how do we feel about it, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, hopefully we accomplish that today, you know, and uh, we'll see how long that takes. It might be, no, no, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, we'll see. Hopefully it's an hour, but I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, so yeah, John, so what were your, like, initial, well, f- before we ask you that, let's, like, f- frame what the freedom experience was. Yeah. Right? So, um, it was this huge charity concert i i guess you could say yeah um this organization called love without limits uh put on this concert after they did this event called one day la where they had these tons of like uh charity projects and all around the city of los angeles and cleaning up trash and helping homeless and helping kids and and i think they at one point the guy said that they they helped close over 200 cps cases hmm. i didn't even catch that which yeah. is really cool yeah he said that uh, like 200 families got to stay together hmm. because they were able to go into these homes and provide like beds and fridges and things Most that needed. they didn't have yeah. or cps were going to take these kids away from their homes like yeah. i it was really really cool what they were able to do the event i think it was a week-long thing you know they called it one day i think LA. so yeah i think it was actually a whole week yeah but uh a bunch of celebrities were involved a bunch of people were involved and so to culminate that, they put on this huge concert 
Justin Bieber is like the main guy, I think, who put it all together. It's called the Freedom Experience. Um, I think it was T.D. Jakes who was talking at the beginning. It was. I was at like, the beginning. like T.D. Jakes. Yeah. yeah. And then you had Jaden Smith open it up. You had mm. Chance the Rapper. Uh, Tori Kelly was there. Of course, Chandler Moore was there. Uh, and then you had Kerry Job yep. and uh, Cody Carnes. And, of course, Justin Bieber was, was a big part of it. And so um, it was it was cool. Like, just the whole thing, the whole vibe. They had a bunch of, like, different videos that they played. Yeah. Of some of the events they, that they put on, the charity things and stuff like that. So, that being said, and it was in L.A. The concert was at SoFi Stadium, yep, um, which is where the L.A. Rams play now. So, what was your initial thoughts to the whole thing and why you sent it to me and Brandon, basically? Yeah, I think, so I, I've been following, and I don't mean like following oh, yeah. closely. <laughs> if you know me, I, it's, it's definitely not that extent. No. Uh, following from a distance, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um following kind of you know the whole justin bieber thing and and i see some posts every once in a while um about you know kind of updates about his life things he'll post you know and especially like instagram and stuff people Mm -hmm. can notice even just going on his page like he just about almost like every week now he posts some kind of christian content or Mm -hmm. a prayer or something like that or like hey jesus loves you jesus sees you so of course i mean for someone like me who kind of likes to keep an eye on like what's actually happening in mainstream culture at least in the u.s context Um, it's really interesting to see such a predominant voice pointing to Jesus. So yeah. of course, that's what caught my attention at first. And then I begin to see snippets of uh, basically the freedom experience, the whole concert and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, because I also follow Judah Smith, mm-hmm. who we'll, we'll go into discussion about oh, here yeah. pretty oh, soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also follow him and I saw him beginning to post things also about it. And also even actually Carrie Job, other people as well. And I was like, okay, so what is this actually yeah, about? What is this thing? Yeah. Went on YouTube, just like any other person, looked it up. And then I was just like, wow, like this is something that I definitely wasn't expecting. Because if mm. I'm honest, what I was usually expecting is something super corny yeah. to the extreme or something where it's like a false presentation, like watered down, watered yeah. down like we're here just for, for love and we're here, and which, which was, was part, which was part of, of, of the beginning. Yeah, yeah and we'll I think that. that has a role in it, as we'll mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I wasn't expecting what actually happened, which I was telling Jeff kind of in detail, and, and I'll, I'll describe this later on, but what I mean by it, but basically, like, it was a true, genuine, like, gospel presentation. Yes. You know, and I don't mean just necessarily through, like, the preached message mm-hmm. of Judas Smith. The whole Smith, thing. But yeah. the whole thing, it was really cool to be able to see also uh, an intersection between, like, truly people who weren't really, like, I don't ever want to judge anyone's walk with Absolutely. God, right? And I don't yeah. ever make assumptions. But however... Um, it was really cool to be able to see people who were not obviously a part of the church in any yeah. kind of context, any faith in Christ, um, being able to be in spaces where the demonstration of God's spirit was mm-hmm. really actually, you know, moving mm-hmm. and working. So yes. um, that's why I think I ended up sending it to you and a couple of other brothers was just like, hey, yeah, I you were like, yo, check this out. It's dope. And I yeah. was like, guys, if you know, John. <laughs> He's the last person I was expecting. First, honestly, when I first got the message, um, it was me and Brandon in the group. So I initially thought Brandon was the one that sent it, oh, gotcha. which I would expect Brandon sent something yeah, like that, which yeah. is, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. And then I looked at him like, wait, John said this was dope? <laughs> this must be really dope if John thinks it's dope. Um, and so I, I didn't initially watch it then, but I watched the entire two hours yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And I was really impacted in a good way i was blown away 
Um, like you said, it started out very, I guess the word is like inviting. If you were not a follower of Jesus already, it, it was very like welcoming. It was, mm-hmm. it wasn't too like intense or, yep. or like overtly like Christian, right? It was yeah. just kind of like, Hey, we're here to help people. We're here to like serve LA and help people and, and help the less fortunate and put charity. Everybody's down for charity. Yep. Um, the initial like video from um from uh love without limits the two guys i don't know if that's judah smith's brother his name is jedediah smith is that his brother so there was other pastors technically present there and i don't know i don't want to i don't know all the details there was there was two main guys who were in charge of love without limits which i don't know anything about the organization i really don't but um they got up and they spoke and jedediah smith said you know we have had we have over 600 faith communities mm-hmm. who partner together to put this on, whether you, you go to a mosque or synagogue. synagogue or, you know, whatever you call it, whatever faith you believe in, we were able to come together and put this on. Now, my initial thoughts, that's great. I think that's awesome. I have no problems with that. People, look, people need help. If we're able to help them, however they get help, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, and if I can even right? just yeah. one little quick note on that, because I think the church often wrestles with um, how to have interfaith dialogues or yeah. even interfaith sort of social works actually mm-hmm. happen within our communities. And I don't think the Christian should be so quick to shy, shy yeah. away or be so overly cautious mm-hmm. about, ah, oh, I can't do this yeah, because they're not worshiping the same that. God like, and the reputation on things like that. It's like, but we still, like, for me in my context speaking, I don't know whoever's watching this or mm-hmm. listening to this, but, like, Fresno, it's like, I just remember my wife just recently moved down into Tower, and so one mm-hmm. of the closest uh, main cross streets is, we're talking about Blackstone over there, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, it's just obvious that it's like, be honest with you, I don't care if you're not Christian, can we all at least help these yes. people that I'm seeing? Can we agree it? that people need help, exactly. regardless of who you exactly. worship? Exactly. So I just wanted yeah. to make that quick side note. I don't that's know. That's not what the podcast has to no, do that's, with. No, that's, that's definitely a big topic. But I think we shouldn't yeah. be as Christians. We should have wisdom that is yes. huge yes. as Christians, because there is some uh, muddy areas you can yeah. find yourself into. Um, that I would be say, hey, let's 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 yeah, have let's caution there and, and ask discernment yeah. of the Holy Spirit. But at the same time, um, I think any sort of thing, even like what and Fresno again, what mm-hmm. Jerry Dyer is right now, reg- love yeah. him or hate him, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. like there is actually a lot of good things he's even able to do both through the churches and even through um, like-minded sort of mm-hmm. organizations. So yeah, no, I think that's that's very well said, and I think again, my initial reaction was like, this is good. You can't say this is not good, like. Regardless, again, of who you worship, who you who you serve, like we can all agree that people need help yeah. first and foremost. Right. Yeah. Before we share our gospel or our Quran or our anything, let's help these people. Right. L.A. especially like they I mean, it needs a lot of a lot of these neighborhoods. They were uh, Linwood High School. My dad went to Linwood High School. In I Compton. Know that. And so they were one of the teachers was like on on the on the video for them and uh, just a lot of Watts and all these areas in L.A. that need so much help. Um, I think it's great that they're able to come together and help people. Yeah. Now. So then seeing that my my thought process was like, okay, this is probably this whole concert is probably going to be like this. It'll be very like not too overtly Christian. It's not going to like, you know, pick a side. It's just going to say, hey, we're here for love. And, you know, we're here. Everybody's welcome. And it's which is which is fine. I have no issue with that. I think it has its moments. Yeah, I think that's fine. Like like we can talk about where love comes from and all this stuff later. (laughs) But 
I think the first step should be to let's invite as many people as we can. And let's just agree to like, let's get along and let's love each other. Right. That's cool. Um, so like Jaden Smith goes, he does his thing. Okay, cool. Chance the Rapper comes up, does his thing. And uh, it was cool. I was like, you know, Chance Chance is an interesting interesting case when this whole thing. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. I'm an actual fan of Chance. Chance is a If we're just talking music, music, Chance is yeah. fantastic. He's one of the best to do it. Um, but it was interesting the choices that he made. Him and Jaden, the choices that they made with their performances. Um, they, you know, edited their, their, their lyrics a little bit. Um, Chance had a line that I wrote down. He said, I'm tired of politicians selling diet Jesus. I thought that was like, I'm like, okay. Now he, his opening song was, you know, it's going to be some dread dread heads in your lobby. You know know what I'm saying? Like, so I was like, all right, he going to be himself. He going to do his thing. And I love that song. I don't, I may not be saved for that, but I don't care. That song is fire. About to get, Uh, (laughs) no problem. You know what I'm saying? Some messages. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, so those two guys perform and then Tori Kelly comes out. There's a couple of videos in between and Tori Kelly comes out. I she is very much a Christian. So like yeah. that's like, OK, cool. So we're kind of progressing here. You know, she does her thing. I actually fast forward. Through. I'm like, I know Tori. Like, I know her me. I, know I did, too. I don't I'm a huge fan. She could have did something. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Tori. But she yeah, I'm like not worried about her. Cool. I'm moving on. And then Justin comes out. Justin Bieber comes out and immediately they have these two giant neon crosses mm. and the word freedom, which is the name of the concert. Those crosses never left the rest of the concert. Those crosses were up there. Yeah. Right. So it's like, OK, so we're picking we're picking a side here. We're not shying away from Christianity. I'm like, All right, cool. So Justin does some of his songs. I'm skipping through some of them. I've heard him. I'm like, OK, cool. Yeah. He's doing his set. Yeah, he does his thing. Uh, he does Holy with Chance the Rapper, which mm. is a very big song. That was the first song I heard of him that I was like, so is he trying to be Christian? Right. Because to pause here, I remember a few years ago, he famously like put on social media how he had a lot of mental health issues and yeah. he was struggling and and he had turned to God. He realized he had gone away from God. He's going back. So I was like, oh, everybody was kind of. Talking about that at the times a few years ago. So we fast forward to this and he brings out Chandler Moore. Mm-hmm. They do a song. Oh, man. Very, and first Ooh. of all, we're going to talk about my boy Chandler. This song is good. Yeah. Listen, so him and Chandler do their thing. And, and then I swear the concert takes a huge turn. And Justin just starts going, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'm like, oh, hold on, man. It's turned into something. It became, so I was like, okay, Justin. Yeah. And then, uh, he brings out, I think, he brings out Tori Kelly and Chandler Moore. They, mm-hmm. do, they have a song on, the, on his AP that mm-hmm. they do. Overtly, which they say Jesus a billion times in the song, which is great. Yeah. Um, great song. The, just side note, the EP itself, the production quality is incredible. The lyrics are great. It's worth a listen. I am a huge fan of Justin Bieber now. Oh. Now, after <laughs> this one. Before that, I couldn't care less about Justin Bieber. This project, he be rapping. He's a good rapper. Like, this, is, this is good. It was right. quality. It was very work. high quality. Yeah. Yes, very high quality. He has several snippets from Judah Smith on each song too, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool preaching. So he brings them out. They do their song, and he all of a sudden he like just goes, "Look, like you guys, there's some of you here who probably are not familiar with this. You don't understand what's going on right now, but I want you to know that what you're feeling is the power of, is the presence, presence of, God. of God." And I was like. Oh my God. And then Judah Smith came that out. That was that moment. Judah yeah. Smith preached for like 20 minutes. Yeah. It was fire. Yeah. 
Um, we can talk about that. And uh, then they then they then they finish with freaking Carrie Job Cody Carnes doing the blessing. Justin doesn't even sing. He just stands there, just worship it. And that's how they ended. It was just so they slapped people with the gospel and Jesus out of nowhere. Yeah. And I was for it. I am here for that. I thought it was now. I wonder what a non-believer would think. Like, do you feel like you've been kind of played? Like, did you guys trick me into coming here and all of a sudden I get the gospel? You're trying. This is, this is the whole point. This is why you did this. Yeah. I don't know if if yeah. that was their intention. I don't because because they very much said Judas Smith and Jess Bieber both kept saying, "Look, you we're not here to like push this on you. We're not here to make you feel uncomfortable or feel pressured. Like, we're not trying to make you believe what we believe. We're just we he Judas Smith said." It would be ingenuine if we didn't tell you about this person named Jesus that did something to our lives. Right. And he says, look at you guys can. The world has watched Justin Bieber since he was 14 become this. And it wasn't a sermon that changed him. It wasn't, you know, mental health, which is important. It wasn't some therapy session. It wasn't, you know, it was he met Jesus and Jesus changed him. Look at him. You can't deny this. And so I just thought it was dope. The whole thing was powerful. I was getting emotional watching. I'm like, this is just, man, I am rooting for Justin Bieber. That's the biggest thing. I'm rooting for that dude. Keep coming this direction. Keep following Jesus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I pray for him and Judah Smith, who's in his life, who's like his main, you know, mentor. Yeah. I just pray that it keeps going. But I thought the whole thing was just fire, man. I don't know. Yeah, I was left, I think, and this is always like, I think for me, um, again, coming in with probably not positive expectations from it, right. but even maybe even the opposite. So right. like, okay, where's, yeah, where's I, the I fault in this? Where, where, where is this going? Uh, I was left encouraged, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's, that's I think, honestly, not that I, it takes a lot to like, like impress yeah. me, yeah. but it, it was really to the point I'm like, man, like... The church is not dead. And I mean the Come church, on. not buildings. The church is no, yes. us temples, people filled with the Holy Spirit is not dead. And it is moving and it is working mm-hmm. in every sphere, especially the ones that we have dismissed and said, there's no way God can dwell in these temples. And God decides to say and show off to the world mm-hmm. and say, oh, this temple, this broken mm-hmm. boy, this broken son of mine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what was one of the main things that yeah, I love about man. Judah that he even emphasized was yeah. like, look, like... I, yeah, we're not here to press the gospel down on you, but it would be unauthentic and ungenuine of us to simply just say it was love or mm-hmm. some just this yeah, like just... theoretical sense of love. No, it was the true transformation of only can occur through Jesus yeah. that has changed both Justin's life. He even went down the list. He's like Tori's life, mm-hmm. Chandler's life, yes. my life. Like, And it got to a point where it was just like, I love it because even one of the songs in the EP that they sang that night where Judah has his little part in it's like, yes. it'll be all right. It'll be all right. Ooh. And the thing is, for the unbeliever, that's what we experienced, especially this last two years. Like, he was speaking to, like, the question the culture was truly asking. And I know you guys talked about preaching last week or Mm -hmm. the week before that. Um, And the thing is, what what preaching has to do is you're answering, actually, the questions questions that the culture is genuinely asking. That's Tim Keller's sort of thing right there. And the thing is, that's exactly what Judah did in that moment. And that's what Mm -hmm. that that song on that EP does. And it's like, 
it'll be all right. Because a lot of people yeah. are asking, where is the hope right now in our culture? Yeah. Where is the hope? Because yeah. you can't put it in trying to figure it out for yourself mm-hmm. or trying to trust in even though all these things can be have their part in their play. Can't be government systems. Can't be who Clearly. is actually in office. Neither party got be, the answer. Can't yeah, be man. the self medication of of the even like I said. And I'm, I'm using these practical experience because these are kind of kids I work with. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know me, I work with an organization called Youth for Christ, and one of the privileges I get to have is work with kids in group homes and other things yeah. like that. And I'm telling you, man, like there's self-medication to another extreme, whether yeah. it be of actual substance or mm-hmm. other things, relationships. I mean, you can g- good name it all the way down. And what Judas Smith did really, really perfectly was say, hey, like it'll be all right. But not it'll be all right in a sense of a false hope, but like mm-hmm. it'll be all right, son. It's like, because you're a creator. It's because you have a creator. Jesus. Yes is with us in our midst because mm-hmm. the day you decide to put your trust and hope in Jesus, mm-hmm. what is being pronounced over you and declared over you is not a fake promise. The scriptures tell us, the Bible tells us, like I could keep going on Come this, on. but the New Testament <laughs> all the way throughout it. Genesis through Revelation tells us that those who put their trust in mm-hmm. him can be actually sure that he is faithful, yeah. that he is worthy of trust and that everything indeed will be all right in the end. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, the chaos that we are seeing, which was, which is, I'm glad you pointed that out because the the main theme that I was getting from the whole concert is that we've all been through a crazy time. Everybody has yeah. been through a crazy time, and we can experience freedom. That's why it's called the freedom experience. Like through this person of Jesus, who is the only thing that is consistent, that we can count on, that yeah. is faithful as you said meaning he's going to do what he said he's always going to be the same he's the only thing we could actually count on to not change because everything in our lives has changed everything like literally our the whole world has changed and i was talking to pastor carl before we left today and he was like man i just i just wish that things could go back to normal but we also acknowledge that like that's that's not possible yeah it's like i heard this yesterday um it's like saying, I wish airports would go back to where they were before 9-11. That's never going to happen, ever. Like, it'll never go back to that. 9-11 has changed the world forever. I think COVID is the same thing, right? Like, like it's never going to go back to, quote-unquote, normal, right? So the only thing we can count on is Jesus. That's it. Because nothing, our politicians, nothing, our government... You know, our jobs, our health, nothing is going to be consistent all the time. Right. And so, yeah, man, um, I I thoroughly enjoyed specifically Judah Smith's yeah. presentation. Um, by the way, guys, I linked we're going to link the full concert. The YouTube link is going to be in the description of this video so you can go watch it. Um, and it, everything's time stamped, which is pretty cool. So you don't have to watch the whole thing. You can skip to what you want to watch. But. Definitely make sure you watch Judah Smith's presentation, his, yeah. his, his preaching. No notes, straight off the dome. My guy was just, I'm telling you, man, John going to be the next Judah Smith because John uh, be doing that. Nah. <laughs> John be going Take a step back, please. Straight off the dome, no notes, just full on like love for Jesus and his experience. Um, just critiquing, not even critiquing, just like talking about his sermon specifically. Mm-hmm. I didn't find anything wrong with it theologically, right? Um, I didn't think it was, it was just, it was very well balanced. Um, He was very 
aware of his audience. He was very aware of people's experience. Maybe the people that were there were not Christian. They were not followers of Jesus. And he, he made sure that was very clear. It was very evangelical. Mm-hmm. I thought a lot of us can learn from this. Me specifically. You know, and that was what I think the main, at least as a communicator, especially mm-hmm. specifically as a preacher myself, um, that was one of the things, like, I walked away, yeah, like, the music and stuff is awesome, but I was like, this is what evangelism looks like yes. in the 21st century. Yes. And the thing is, he Come didn't on. water nothing down. Because at first, that's it, the thing. I was, and that's what I was, so, that's like, what I was worried shook about. by. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, he did the whole, like, Jesus loves you, which is, is obviously, I mean, this is all important stuff, but he got to the point where he was even starting to break down, like, yes, like, like sin. And like in a yeah, way that's he, practical that people, the regular person who's not spiritual can understand. I did not think he was going to touch sin at all. I thought he was going to say, hey, man, Jesus died for you and he loves you and that's it. And never talk about why did he have to die for me? He went there. I was yeah. like, oh, we doing this? He never used the word sin. Yeah, But the thing is. But he didn't have to. But the thing is this. Yeah, I, I don't think that's yeah. sometimes we get so caught. Oh, he didn't mm-hmm. say the word. Didn't say the yeah. word sin. Didn't mm-hmm. sort of, it's like he didn't do the Roman. Road. But you know what he did do? He did break down the gospel yes. in a way that which because which is relevant. Which is re- not even just mm-hmm. relevant. Which I agree with you, Jeff. But it's in a way like literally can be comprehended because yes. the truth is most people have no idea anything about scripture, about no, the Bible. No. Only thing they know about is this whole sort of something that kind of resembles sort of like Buddhism and yeah. all sort of things mm-hmm. like this enlightenment of spirituality, mm-hmm. the third eye, whatever you want to go into it. Mm-hmm. So he broke it down in a way that even the person who's never read a inch of scripture mm-hmm. was like, oh man, mm. that's, I need that Jesus yeah. in my life. And yes. I even love like what specifically how he even broke down one of the verses where it talks about Jesus became sin so that way we could become Come the righteousness, righteousness of yeah, God. And he even man. broke it down instead of using the word righteousness, which most of us have no, no idea, idea what it means. Yeah. He said right relationship which with God. Which is what it is. And I, yeah, man, it was, I learned a lot. I was like, I wish I could be half the evangelist that this dude is being right now in this moment. It was great. Because, and you could, I'm telling you, man, as the concert was going, there were always these little flashes of the crowd, you know, and they're vibing to the chance, they're vibing to different yeah. things, they're vibing to Justin Bieber. And then when it started getting real Christian, you could tell people, there was there were Christians there, and they yeah. were like, but there were other people that were just like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what is this? Y'all yeah. know these songs? Like, yeah. who, who is this Chandler guy? Oh, dude. Man, Chandler had this moment where he took over, and it was so dope. He was, yep, he, he was said, leading. look, yep. y'all going to get this. Like, I, I was talking to my wife about this last night, and I want to talk to you about this today. Like, I wonder, we'll do a couple minutes, we're going to take a break after this. I wonder, like, where Chandler's at with all of this, because he is relatively new to the celebrity scene. Right. I don't know how long he's been in a relationship with Justin Bieber and known him and then been how long they've been planning this. Like, I have no idea. I don't know how well he knows Judah Smith, any of that. I was shocked when they even I'm like, he they're doing songs together. What? What is going on here? Yeah. And so I wonder where he's at, because to me, he is not a celebrity. And he intentionally like he's like, I'm not in this world. Right. I am very much in the Christian. He's a Christian celebrity. Right. He, yeah. He's well known. I get what you're saying. Christian circles. But as far as mainstream, people have, have no idea who he yeah. is, probably. Yeah. And so. But you can tell, man, when he started doing his thing, even like Tori Kelly stopped. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber's on the floor. Yep. Like everyone, the everyone stops. It's just like. 
oh my god, what is this? He just started freestyling, talking about God's got the whole world in his yep. head. He just I was like, take us run. back to Sunday school. He is Go doing, ahead. Chandler's voice is clearly anointed. Like he clearly has the speed. I don't care what anybody say. My boy <laughs> did his thing. I cannot wait for the concert September 17th in Fresno. I can't oh, you're wait. giving them a little shout out, can't huh? Can't wait. We gonna be there. Preachers are gonna be there, Maverick City. Um, <laughs> but uh I just it was just cool to watch like these these big people, yeah. big people, quote yeah. unquote. I mean, there people I was explaining yeah. to you, like I began to see him as going back through even like other socials and stuff, and like, oh wait, like Conor McGregor was there. Like mm-hmm. all of these big name yes. people were like in the crowd, and I was like, Oh, this makes it yes. a whole nother level and, too. And and Chandler did not again, he didn't shy away. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna worship God number one. That's the main thing I'm gonna do. I'm gonna worship God yeah. in front of all y'all, and y'all gonna feel it, and y'all gonna see it. And I mean, you could not deny the power. That's why after that, Justin literally says, like, you guys, what you're feeling is the presence of God. Like Jesus is here, mm-hmm. and he didn't say God or like some spirit force, the universe. No, Jesus is here. Come on, and uh, and y'all feeling it. Come and on. you, if you don't want it, cool, but. You can't deny it. You're feeling something. And uh, I was just, again, I'm like, this is, this is awesome. I, I loved it. It was so, it was so powerful. I love to see, you know, Christians like not being afraid, but not being rude, not being like, you know, like just slap people in the face necessarily with, with Jesus and like, you're all sinners and. You all suck and stuff like that. Like, just being so... But it was just... He was still, like, cool. My man's wearing Jordan 1s. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have a big I Love Jesus shirt. He had a blank white t-shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had his little Maverick City hat on. But, like, I'm going to love God publicly. I'm going to worship God publicly. Yeah. And you're going to have to deal with it. I'm loving you. I'm being loving to my neighbor who may not believe in Jesus. But, like, you're going to have to deal with this. Like I, one thing, I, the last thing I'll say before we go to break is that if you were not a Christian and you were there, you had to walk away like, I've got to, I've got to do something with this. I'm either going to totally reject it, which yep. is fine, but like, I can't deny that something happened. Like I experienced something that I have to deal with. And I, that's the, that's the, I think that's the thing that a lot of us can take away is that that's what we have to do for the world is just present Jesus in a real authentic way and let people deal with him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the real Jesus. You got to deal with him. You got to figure out what you're going to do with him. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to give you, we, we get this, this temptation of like, I got to water him down. I got, I don't want to give you too much. Cause you, you know, I got to just kind of make it easy. Give you diet Jesus as, as chance said. And it's like, no, nah, get people to real full Jesus and let them deal with him. Let him deal with them. Yeah. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, when we come back, we're going to go a little broader and just talk about mainstream and, and, and what this, this moment means for the church. All right. We will be back in a little bit. Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, this is an ad. So bear with us. Don't skip it. Um, guys, we have a Patreon. We've been talking about it for a long time. Um, we would love some more of your support. Okay. If you get anything out of this podcast, any gems, any like good information, knowledge, you, you know, you feel uplifted and encouraged, please 
think about supporting us on patreon become one of our patrons man we want to expand this thing make this even better than it is right now we have you know done a lot of renovations out of our own pocket so guys like please think about becoming a patron yeah because your support goes a long way it'll help us uh continue to upgrade our cameras our computers our everything that we do here uh, but we literally can't do it without you so if you feel led to please support us um through this platform and continue to support us as we continue to grow and give you better content thanks guys love you see ya all right we are back from the break very good intellectual break <laughs> we're talking about all kind of stuff um one of these days we're gonna have to record our break so you guys can like <laughs> see what we're doing it's totally nonsense but it's a good time for us so um we were talking about uh Let's see where we left off. Like, just I want to talk about like the amount of celebrities that were there, um, and just kind of talk about celebrity as a thing um, interacting with Christianity, because it's something that we are seeing more and more of. Like we said, Kanye just dropped another Christian, I assume, Christian album. It is after Jesus is King, which was a few years ago. Um, you know, you got Justin Bieber dropping Freedom. You got him doing this with this concert. There's a, a lot more quote unquote celebrities that are seemingly coming to faith, right? I don't want to like ever question somebody or say that, oh, you're faking it or whatever. Um, but I really want to talk about kind of all the aspects of this to help, you know, our audience navigate this. Oh, before I do that, I want to shout out uh, Everyday Saints hooked me up with a shirt. Brandon got a shirt as well. We'll have to get John a shirt. Uh, Aaron, if you're watching this, my guy. First of all, shirt. thank you for the shirt, bro. It's dope. I've gotten several compliments on it. And John, what size you wear? Medium. Don't John, say schmedium either. John wants him a boy's small. I'm kidding. <laughs> John needs a medium of, of the, you know, feed your spirit out your flesh shirt. This is a dope shirt. Very high quality. Respect you guys. Check out Everyday Saints podcast. It's really dope. Anyway. Um... So, yeah, so, like, like, how do we help our audience understand and navigate this world that we're seeing of, like, is Christianity becoming popular? Is it becoming cool? Is it a fad? Is it real? Like, is, is faith actually increasing and becoming, like, genuine? Or is this just, like, the cool thing to do? Are these people just making money? Is Kanye just doing this to, make, to sell records and make money? Is there a bag here for like Justin Bieber? Like what, like, what do you think is the, what do we do with this? So first thing I would say is we, we do see, unfortunately, a lot of artists, now mm. mainstream artists, who have used specifically gospel. I don't, and I mean gospel like literally, how do I, how do, how would I define that, Jeff? I mean, gospel in the sense of not just like, you know, like your contemporary Christian music where I don't mean this like in a bad CCM. way, like like white people singing yeah. it, but like, I mean, church, about gospel, church, like black, black church, okay. actual yeah. gospel, mm -hmm. gospel and music. people have admittedly opened up and said, yeah, I've literally mm -hmm. just used that to sell more records. Yeah, and I know. That's a way. I know. Sorry to cut you off. I know You're Drake fine. just put out a song not too long ago um, where he was talking about, you know, I need Jesus or whatever. He's he making some some reference yeah. to that. And yeah. like people are sampling gospel records. I agree with you. Um, so yeah yeah so I mean and then so we see that definitely used um, in a in a 
a bad way, I guess is really mm. a simple way to put it. Um, however, um, I think it is okay, though, for the believer to be encouraged by what we see currently mm. um, in a little bit that's in culture that's that's a little bit more, uh, I don't like to use the word mainstream, but a little bit more aware and in, in, mm. in the present, in the public square. There we mm-hmm. go. Um, so whether it be with Kanye and, and Donda or whatever you say the actual say name, Donda, Donda, sure, <laughs> sure, uh, whatever it is, uh, it probably means something. I don't even. Know. <laughs> Maybe some, it don't. Some knowing demon's Kanye, name, I, know. I don't even know. Bro. Anyway, now nah, it's it's a it's a pretty off of the songs I've listened yeah. to. It's a pretty explicitly Christian track. Um, and then even like Justin Bieber. I mean, we can go down the line. Chance. Mm-hmm. Um, even honestly, a lot of people and they go back and forth exactly where J Cole even is on That's this stuff. But J Cole, like, if you really listen to his music, especially like older stuff, like yeah. even his I'm telling his you. newer stuff, even as well. Like, there's yes. explicit Christian yes. material in in there and uh whether you recognize it or not it's there you yeah, know he he did a song where he had a snippet of this young black he's actually j cole's talking to this young kid yeah and the kid is like just talking about the gospel basically like just very openly um and yeah i mean you hear a lot of things that cole says i've, I've always been like man you you're just just be a christian man you're so close um but yeah, I, I I agree that we should be encouraged. Um, I was thinking even as you were talking about the question, it's like, does it matter if if their intentions are pure or not? So there's multiple different ways, and I'm mm-hmm. going to give you an answer that is not an answer, unfortunately. <laughs> Except for those who are listening, hey, sorry. If you're looking for John to tell you the truth here, it, I'll give you two different ways. So a lot of people will point to scripture in the place where basically the disciples came to Jesus and saying, hey, there's people trying to exactly use your name and basically like they're not for us. They're not your people. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is like, uh, well, if basically if they're not, if they're not against, against us, us then they're, they're for, for us. us. Let yeah. them do what they're going to do. So we see scripture in which people could point to and say, okay, that's a reason to say, um, intent or mm-hmm. like where their heart is. If the is. gospel's going out, it's going out. Yeah, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. God's going to do what he's going to do with mm-hmm. it. But then also, I do think as believers, especially as we begin to mature in our walk, I think it is important to try to begin to discern those things mm-hmm. again because there is a lot of ways in which the gospel is used very, very negatively yeah. and out of context. And we can even go into which this podcast has talked about a million times. Mm-hmm. Like theology is, is a big part. Mm-hmm. As much as we like say, oh, we can just, it's all about just, Jesus loves you and, mm-hmm. and he wants to forgive your sin. But there is an important part about truly understanding all that encompasses the gospel and gospel. I mean, like mm-hmm. the actual gospels mm-hmm. and epistles and the new Testament, mm-hmm. everything that reveals. I agree with you. Um, I think you, there can definitely be damage done to people. If the, the celebrities that are, that are championing Christianity aren't genuine and you see that, that could really damage the witness. I mean, I, I think in like. the scripture, what could be backed with that mm-hmm. is that you are ambassadors, you mm-hmm. are representations, you are called to re, Michael Todd, represent mm-hmm. God to the lost. And depending on how you do that, could either keep someone from God, which the church has, which is most people's point to is like, I just don't want to go to the church yes. because uh, blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. is there, or, or a person, this is there, you know? And we see that, and people are actually become the Turned traditions, off. like mm-hmm. the Pharisees, the traditions of the Pharisees that keep actually, oh, yeah, there's a whole lot Bro, that goes there. That was something I just, you just reminded me that, that both Justin Bieber and Judah Smith said. Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber was like, I'm tired of religion, I'm tired of religion. I just want Jesus. Yep. Um, Judas Smith said something similar, like, you know, it's not about the traditions and, and the 
you know, this religious thing, it's about a relationship, yep. which I 1000% agree with. I do think that a lack of maturity, when you hear that, could you could take it the wrong way. Absolutely. Because right? we have to yeah. define well, what do you mean by relationship? Because uh-huh. I agree religion is not the point. That's not what Jesus is about. It's not what, you know, what we should be about. There are, you know, ordinances and God is a God of order. There are order things that you should have in the body and in, in the gatherings of believers. Yeah. Um, but we do have to be careful explaining what does it mean? What do you mean by relationship? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And I think that's what we need to, as a church we need to be, mm-hmm. again, I just to emphasize what you've already said is that I think we need to define what we mean by religion because mm-hmm. I will good. define it according to myself and what I understand. Religion is not necessarily, at least when we say like, it's not about religion, it's about relationship. Mm-hmm. What, what the Christian usually means is that's not about the traditions and the things that man the has rituals. adopted and the yeah. rituals that, that we think will get us closer to God. And some of them, eh, some of them do in a way, but also there's a lot of things that often hinder us from actually a mm-hmm. true, authentic, genuine relationship with Jesus. And what we try to do, what traditions really are is, hey, John had a way of connecting with God and he just wants that to pass that down. Yes. And and basically, I, I think it's a good intention by the person yes. originally of saying, I want more people to connect with God the same way I did. But the reality is, is like people connect with God in a whole lot of different ways. And now I got to even emphasize that because mm-hmm. people can take, oh, well, I'm going to just go do my shrooms. This is how I do. And, and I'm going <laughs> to be able to, you think I'm joking. I've had these I conversations recently where I'm, I'm going to do my shrooms. It's going to get me to another level. And I'm going to be able to experience God and have all this wisdom and insight and foreknowledge all of a sudden. And I'm like, no, that's that's not, not what I mean by <laughs> experiencing God. No, I what I yeah. mean by that. Because ultimately what we're talking about what we want people to be able to experience is the true, authentic Jesus of Nazareth. Mm-hmm. The Jesus that was marginalized. Yes, he grew up as a marginalized person, mm-hmm. as a of persecuted color. of <laughs> color. Yes, let's emphasize that. Poor. Mm-hmm. From and the, hood part, from of the town. hood part of town. From Nazareth. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, this is the Jesus who showed us what it looks like to truly actually follow God. And mm-hmm. truly actually now when we talk about have a relationship with God. And, and he if, gave us the ability to on. have a relationship with God yep. through him. He is the way. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think we've got a religion in of itself is not bad. No. It becomes bad when I think that it is the way. Like this, doing this is what earns me. My techniques and strategies. Yeah, yeah. it's basically I get to choose if God accepts me. Yep. Which is works righteousness from calvinism yes. it doesn't fit yeah it falls i short. can't ever earn it right it only comes from what jesus did for me that i couldn't do for myself right so yeah so i do think that 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 the intentions of these celebrities these people with with clout and platforms we do hope that it's pure we hope that they have people in their life that is helping them that is hopefully teaching them and guiding them and, and mentoring them yeah. to be genuine like um i man i do want to say this, this is very important we live in a celebrity obsessed culture absolutely um you know the students i work with talking to them about numbers like how many followers someone has or how many whatever your 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 audience size is your influence like that is very valued in our culture, right? Which is so dangerous because none of us should be looking to Justin Bieber 
to like get my how do I be a Christian from, right? We shouldn't be looking to anybody, really, except one, except Jesus, right? Even Justin Bieber said, like, I am just a broken person. We're all just broken people. Like, to watch somebody that's been famous since they were 14, been tons of money, you know, girls can get anybody he wants, you know, to watch him, like, lay down his celebrity. I thought that was really cool. I thought I thought Jesus got glory from that. I thought I, I give yeah. credit to to Jesus, not to Justin Bieber. Yeah, because he he literally was like sat down. He he stepped back. He was like he he exposed himself to be like vulnerable and say, "Look, I'm not somebody you should be like freaking worshiping." Yeah, like there's only one person you should be worshiping, and it is not me. I think that is a very can be a very powerful example to people who do worship celebrities. I think a lot of our culture, a lot of our youth that we work with, that's a big deal. Like who you are, what your name is, you know, we, we take that into account. Yeah, I and, think a really important thing to emphasize in this, going back to the original question, mm-hmm. is saying like, like it, do, are celebrities needed for the kingdom of God to be pressed forward? The answer is absolutely not. That is a good question. From the very first century, we saw that the church was using the people that were not celebrities, were actually mm-hmm. the people that didn't go to school, were not mm-hmm. educated, were the people that everyone was like, uh, why are you with these sinners? Why mm-hmm. are you with these people who have nothing to offer? Why aren't offer? you with the celebrities? Why aren't you with the celebrities? And Jesus, yeah. because this is the little ones, as he tells us in the Gospels, right? The people mm-hmm. who have the, not just the childlike faith, but have the status, the of, status a child, of a child, which is nothing during mm-hmm. the first century. He says, these are the people I'm going to build my kingdom with. And guess what? For the last 2,000 years, these are the exact same people. We can even go back even before Christ and we talk about the Israelite nation mm-hmm. itself. All the Literally, I just got famous. done reading First Chronicles chapter 16, I believe it's today. And one of the emphasis, and one of the emphasis about like the people of Israel was like, you were a little yes. nation. You, you were the despised <laughs> of the whole world. And I decided to choose you. Mm. The Apostle Paul talks about in the New Testament. He says... Basically, like, look, God decides to use the foolish things of this world, the despise of this world. That way, his glory could be mm-hmm. revealed through him. So let's never think that what God is looking for is a celebrity or someone with power or might or the ability to earn righteousness on their own. He's looking for mm-hmm. someone who is willing to say, hey, Jesus, I have nothing to offer you except for my heart. Would you use me just with that? Okay, this is like a trick question, putting you on the spot. Do you think being a celebrity is sinful? Absolutely not. Because the thing is this, our culture doesn't necessarily, well, some people will strive. Actually, actually, so there are a lot, even like a lot of youth we work with, Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, I just want to be, I want to be a Twitch streamer. Mm -hmm. I want to be like all these different things, YouTuber, all these sort of things. And it's like, that can become sin because now you're trying to chase a platform that ultimately one God will like God either is going because I do believe God gives certain people platforms. Okay. Absolutely. So, so his I kingdom agree. can come forth Two, I do think also sometimes we just give people platforms and they mm. were never expecting it. And that's like where Saul, <laughs> like King Saul, <laughs> we, we get out of the trash can. Yeah. You're the handsome, tall guy. Come yeah. serve us. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole mess. If you continue mm-hmm. to even read through first and second Samuel, mm-hmm. he ends up literally having basically killing himself. Yeah. He commits suicide and his sons died. That's anyway. Yeah. But the thing is, we'll have people either give us actually those platforms or we'll seek them ourselves. And that only ruin that just ruins us as well. You know what yeah. I mean? So the answer to your question, is it, a, is it a sin, so to say, to be a celebrity? 
Absolutely mm. not. Cause most of us honestly don't find, don't want like, we're not seeking for it. Mm-hmm. And those who you can become a sin though, if you are seeking for these things. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it's so interesting. We've talked about this a little bit in the podcast before, but I think it's so interesting to be, to be famous for something that's interesting in and of itself. Like, but then to be famous because you're a Christian, that to me is one of the, again, that's something I would never want. I would never want to be famous because of my faith. Um, I would want to make Jesus famous, yeah. but I don't want to be known. Like, 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 being a, like being Judah Smith, being a celebrity pastor, that is something I, that is crazy. I don't know how people do that but i mean you know what the heart of it all it is of like celeb we're talking about being Mm. like celebrity it's it's wanting to be known Mm. and god tells us in his scripture like dude you are fully known even when the world didn't know you i was in the womb i knew you no one else did Mm -hmm. but guess what i did and so it doesn't matter if you are the guy who is standing on stage you're already a celebrity everyone is because you're known by the only person who matters come on yeah that's 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 good man yeah i think I, I really think, and I don't know Justin Bieber. I don't know where he's at. I We'll talk about this at the end. We'll, I want to pray for that guy. But I think he is an example of he had everything that people would want, right? And he realized that he was in bondage. That's why he calls the project Freedom. This was the freedom experience. Like He's like, yo, I was a slave to this. To like people's love, quote unquote, and their following and all that stuff. Like, I need freedom. It's yeah. it's hurting my mental health being famous. Yeah, like I'm doing all this crazy stuff. So it's like, what we people don't realize, like the freedom of turning it over to Jesus and not trying to be be known because you realize you're already known. I'm well, free from trying to seek fame because I'm already famous to God. And whatever God wants to do with yeah. me in my life, it, maybe it is a million people know me. Sure. Amen. If it's one, amen. amen. Like, so, yeah, man. I, I, I think the the moral of the story is essentially is just like, we've, we've got to be mindful and, and wise when it comes to like mainstream and celebrities like becoming Christian or, or yeah. talking about Jesus or whatever. Um Ultimately, I think it is an opportunity. It is an opportunity for us, the church, people who, and I, and I hate to make it seem like we're like, we're the real followers of Jesus, right? Like, who? you know, just us. Like we're, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> we're the real followers of Jesus. So for these little fake ones that are trying to worship, yeah, don't are, get yourself that caught in that just trap. just starting out, like, oh, just me, that's so cute, you're a little baby believer. Like, no, I don't want to ever do that, right? I'm no different than anybody. But it's like, I think that, People who love Jesus, however, if it's been a day or if it's been 30 years of your life, this is an opportunity for us to interact with people who don't know Jesus, who don't follow Jesus and say, hey, did you see that 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 Justin Bieber freedom experience thing? What did you think about that? Like it it was a moment in our culture It was a cultural moment. And we've got to seize the cultural moment. I really do feel like um, we we get these every once in a while. We get cultural moments that God is giving us opportunity to talk about him. Yeah. And to give people something to connect to that we can then bring up and relate to them. Which is what the church is supposed to do is relate to the needs of its, of its generation, right? Yeah. 
And so this is a cultural moment that we get to. We're not going to have it very long. These things don't last. As we talk about in the break, like our society moves so quickly now. This was two weeks ago. It's forgotten. It might be like, oh, just, oh, yeah, yeah, I was old. I don't, you know, like, but it is an opportunity for us to say, like, to people, hey, like, what do you think about this? And it can start conversations. It can help us reach people who don't know Jesus. And so I think the biggest thing, however you feel about it, however, if you think, if you hate Justin Bieber, you think the whole thing was fake, the point is, this is an opportunity. Okay, now it's not an opportunity to go, you know, that Justin Bieber guy, he's fake. You should not follow him. It's an opportunity to bash him. It's an opportunity to tell people about Jesus, the Jesus that he was talking about. You know, Justin Bieber, he was talking about this guy. Just let me tell you about him. Yeah. Like, that's what we have to, we have to take advantage of the cultural moments that were given. I said the same thing when Jesus is King came out. That was like one of our first episodes we did on this, on this podcast. I said, this is an opportunity because the main people were driving in the hood, bumping Jesus is King. People who would never, ever listen to a Hillsong song or, or even a gospel song. Like People were like, yo, they're going to listen to Justin Bieber. So it's like, hey, that guy you're listening to, like, do you know? Let's talk about this. So we got to take advantage of the opportunity, man. That's that's Definitely. one of the main things. If you don't listen to anything else in this podcast, like this is an opportunity for us to to reach people. So we got to use it, man. Um, you have any other thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I think you you really did a good job of just explaining, like, um, ultimately, <laughs> what we're not hyped about is that don't get me wrong. We mm-hmm. are hyped about Justin Bieber is a Christian. We are hyped about even heaven's about excited. Yeah, heaven is like <laughs> super, like super, super, like awesome. But like, I don't know if I'm trying to explain. I'm explaining it the right way. But it's like, it's 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 so much more as well. You know what I mean? It's not yes, like we're okay. Like Jesus is a, or, or Justin Bieber's a Christian now, so I can keep on like worshiping him as an idol, like him Ooh, specifically yes. as the item of worship. It's like, no, this is a perfect opportunity to tell the people about the person who is transforming yes. this individual's life. Because a lot of people will just get, oh, he's now he's just such a good person. Because yeah. like some places Christ, in culture, Christianity is a really bad thing. And for other people, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, Christianity means you're a good person if yeah. you're a Christian. So you're like, oh, my gosh, look, Justin Bieber's not doing drugs anymore. Like out here mm-hmm. getting arrested. Like he's such a good boy. And like, he's married. And then and, married. So yeah. cute. And like they'll literally point to him as this like this as Jesus. Basically. Point him as Jesus. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying that's to say danger. is like we yeah. rejoice in that another brother has come to know the father and is yes. beginning to be transformed yes. by God's spirit. But at the end of the day, we need to make sure we're pointing people to the, the person, source. the source, mm-hmm. right? The plug, not just the middleman, so to say, of Justin mm-hmm. Bieber, right? Or even myself or even Jeff. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, what the New Testament tells us, like we are all broken jars of clay treasure with treasure inside of us. Mm-hmm. And what it's talking about is Jesus. Yes. This is hope we have. That's, that is so good and important because that's the thing that we have to... We don't want it to just stop at Justin Bieber. Like, exactly. oh, that's great. Now, exactly. okay, cool. And then I, we just never get past that. Yeah. Like, I think that was one of the Judas Smith's main points. Was like, you guys, you can see this. Like, don't just focus on Justin Bieber. Like, he's been changed. Focus on what caused him to change. Come on. Like, that's what you guys should be amazed at. Come on. Don't be like, yes, it's great. That's great for Justin. But don't just let your praise stop at him. Like, oh, yeah, Justin, yay, we're so happy for you. Yeah. We're so proud of you. That's great. Come on. Cool. But, like, you should be way more amazed 
at what changed him. You saw where he was. Come on. Like, how did you go from that to this? That's what should amaze me. Because, I mean, it goes back to the idea that we want heaven and the things of heaven without the true king of heaven. Come on. That's what it all comes down to. Because all of us will rejoice. Oh, even like the practical like social justice sphere. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yes, they finally, finally did stuff for L.A. Yeah, finally, we did stuff for L.A. Or even mm-hmm. like we can go like this whole, the whole U.S. Like mm-hmm. finally, like black voices, minority voices are yes, being heard. Finally, great. actually, legislation is actually mm-hmm. going in place. Like finally, homelessness yes. is decreasing. Finally, gang yes. violence is decreasing. Finally. Like we'll talk about all these yes. amazing things and we'll stop, stop. there. Yep. But it's like, no, the purpose of this is that it's revealing the person of Jesus. Jesus, yeah. if you don't have Jesus, none of that yeah. stuff. Actually heaven is not matters. heaven without God. Come if on. God's not there, I don't want to be there. Like that's the thing that we got. The thing that makes, I've said this before, the thing that makes heaven desirable is because of who is there. Come on. It's not my grandma. Come on. Even though she's there. I hate to, yeah, and that sounds yeah. bad for like yeah. the unbeliever yeah. or even like people who are, who are Christians. Like, mm-hmm. the reason why I want to go to heaven because I just want to see Papa. Like, yeah. it's and good. And that's great, but I want to see, see Jesus. I, I get to see, see him face, face to face. I the one that redeemed me. Yes, that's the thing that makes it. I don't care where that's going to be. If Jesus is going to be under the ocean, I'm going to be there because <laughs> I want to see him. Come on. Right? So, yeah, we cannot stop there. Now, one thing I wanted to say, this is probably the last thing we'll talk about is if you are feeling any kind of way, any kind of animosity towards Justin Bieber, or you're, or you're wondering, like, well, how could Chandler Moore partner with this guy? Like, how could you share the stage with people like Chance the Rapper and Jaden Smith and, and Justin Bieber? How could you, what does light have in common with darkness, which is a stupid verse that people misquote? <laughs> um and I, they've said this about so many people, John. They said the thing about Kanye. They've criticized Lecrae for like doing features with people like E40 and, and just secular people. And my thing is, my question is always this. Do these people not need Jesus too? Like, do you really not want them to get saved? You don't want Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper and, and Jaden Smith. You don't want them to get Jesus either? Like, that's what I don't get people's criticism of like, oh, how could you be around them? You need to just let they're dark. They're evil. Have you seen what they've done? Have you seen what you've done? Come on. And Jesus didn't leave you alone. Come on. Like, I, I don't I don't understand. Like, you you should be like, I want these people to get saved. Come on. So if Chandler Morgan is going to get in their life and Judah Smith and these people are going to be able to have access to them and present the gospel to them. That's what we should be excited about. Yep. I don't care if you got to do a song with him, do a do a, a feature with him or whatever. People criticize uh, Kurt Franklin years ago when he was first. She took a picture of him and Kanye in the studio and posted it. People went nuts. And now you got Kanye doing Jesus is King and, and all this stuff. Like, my my question is like, so you guys don't have a heart for these people, these celebrities. You don't have a heart for them. You don't care if they ever get. No, they're too bad. They're too far gone. Okay, Pharisee. Like, I, I don't I don't understand that, bro. The words of Jesus. I didn't I've, come for the... Come on. Come on. Go ahead and finish it. Now I didn't you, come for the healthy. I came for the sick. And a lot of us as Christians especially will, like, think of that and like, oh, yeah, so that's anyone who is actually willing to receive health care from the true physician. A lot of us don't actually think of it as a sense of, like, 
even those who actually are declining healthcare, even those who are actually not wanting to go see the doctor, because those are usually the most sick. Mm-hmm. Because they, the thing is, they just they are they're so sick that they don't want to have the actual like conversation about the disease that is ripping their body. When Jesus says, "Come to me, and I'll actually make you whole. I'll give you actually that healing that you're truly seeking," you know, and that goes back to the conversation about the difference between religion and actually mm. relationship. Because actually, relationship will make you begin to realize the things that actually are like fully actually truly important to God and his kingdom and the way to God, which is Jesus, as opposed to all these things that we think are of importance. Mm. Cause I hate to tell you something, I'm a pastor, I'll be cussing. I work with kids <laughs> in group homes. How I connect with them sometimes is through cussing. So I'm sorry, maybe you guys want to go ahead and do hell, cancel John. culture on all that sort of stuff. <laughs> get rid of me, do all this sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm seeing people come yes. to know Jesus. And you know what? I'm okay hanging out with the unhealthy, and Christians need to get this same thing too. Your Jesus is not a place. Your 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 temples may have been become now a place of not a hospital anymore, mm, but instead it's just club. it's a country club <laughs> or a social club. And Jesus yeah. was like, this was never the point. Mm-hmm. And not even just those churches, these churches, yes. these these bodies yes. that we have. Jesus says, I want you to be able to go into the places that no one else is yes. going into. And this is not a social gospel that has nothing to do with just just like because God cares about the rich again yes. as the celebrities just as much as He yes. does those who are unseen as well. But at the end of the day, we as Christians need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable in spaces that it's not always blessed and highly favored, and you never heard a curse word, and mm-hmm. you have no one ever actually challenging you on mm-hmm. your faith. Now, again, there's places where we need to be fed, and even Jeff have conversations the last couple of days, places where we need to try and find true rest, both Mm -hmm. in God individually Mm -hmm. and in community, Mm -hmm. and that's where it's important to be plugged into a local church and to have friends that are also walking out this faith with you, yes, but also you need to find yourself in some places where there's people that don't believe and actually could care less if you believe what Mm -hmm. you believe. Amen. That is, ain't nothing else to say on that, bro. So, uh, guys, I would love to know, we would love to know what you guys think, um, about any of this, this whole topic. Um, I encourage you guys again, watch the concert, watch as much as you can take, skip to different parts. Um, and, uh, let's try to take advantage of this opportunity that God has given us. And, uh, let's pray for Justin Bieber. Let's pray for these people. Let's pray for all, everybody to come to the knowledge of Jesus and how, how known they are, how loved they are. Come on. And uh, how forgiven Come on. they are. Amen. All right, guys, Amen. thank you. We're going to try to have Brandon back. We will definitely have John back again because John is amazing. John, thank you for your time and jumping in and filling in for Brandon. And, uh, guys, we will see you on the next one. Have an excellent week. Later.